0: Hello and welcome to the Anchor Book Club Podcast. My name is Olaolu Auladokun, your host, and we'll be continuing our review of the book on the Holy Spirit by Smith Wigglesworth. Today I'll be sharing from my notes on chapter 16, titled, The Best With Improvement. The Best With Improvement. When our will, mind, and hearts are centered on God, He can lift us into the pavilion of splendor, where we get to hear His voice, a place where the breath of the Almighty can lead us to pray and send us a word in time and in season. We need to realize that we are at God's banquet, a banquet at which we are never separated from Him, and He multiplies spiritual blessings and fruits in our lives. It is a banquet where we have to increase with all increasing, where God has for us riches beyond all things. Not fleshy things, not carnal things, but spiritual manifestations, gifts, fruits of the Spirit, and beautiful beatitudes. The blessing of God always being upon us. I'd like to read from second Corinthians 9, verse 10 and 11. Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food, supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruit of your righteousness, while you are enriched in everything for all liberality, which causes thanksgiving through us to God. Get ready to enter a glorious place where you no longer live for yourself, but for God and his will. That is the place of fullness and we need to be prepared for that. In James chapter 1 verse 2, the Bible says to count it all joy when we fall into various trials. No one is ever able to talk about victory over temptation unless he has gone through trials. Unless he has gone through the temptation in question, he cannot talk about victory over temptation. Because it is those who have been in the fight who can tell about the victories, it is those who have been tried by the utmost who can come out and tell you a story about it. It was only James and Peter and Paul, those who were in the front lines of the battle, who told us how we have to rejoice in our trials because wonderful blessings will come out of them. It is in the trials that we are made. Romans chapter 5 from verse 1 to 4 says therefore being justified by faith we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God and not only so but we glory in tribulations also knowing that tribulation worketh patience and patience experience and out of this experience we tell what is being done in our lives James 1-2 says, count it all joy in the midst of temptations. When the trial is severe, when you think that no one is being tried as much as you, when you feel as if strange things have happened, so that you are altogether in a new order, when the trial is so hard you cannot sleep and you do not know what to do, count it all joy. God has something in it, something of a divine nature. You are in a good place when you do not know what to do even though it might not seem that way. After Abraham was tried, he could offer Isaac, but not before he was tried. God put him through all kinds of tests. For 25 years, he was tested, and he was called the father of the faithful. We check that in Romans 4, 9-16, because he would not give in. We have blessing today because one man dared to believe God for 25 years without budging. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 7, it says that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than that of gold, that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. We need to understand that God has us on the earth for the purpose of bringing out his character in us, so much so that in the face of difficulties and hardship, we will praise him. Despite all of that, we just need to take a leap today and enter into God's promise. Because with God, there's no variableness and there's no shadow of turning. James 1.17 We have to be assured that God does not fail on his promises. It is when we wa- waver in the place of believing, that is when our faith is shaking. But if we can dare to trust God, we will see his strength brought forth in us even in our moments of trial. Jesus said to Mary and Martha in John 11 verse 40, if you would believe, you will see the glory of God. We must understand that there will be times of testing but they are only to make us more like the master. He was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. He endured all things. He is our example. We often get carried away when we don't see the results we expect. And at such moments we replace the word of God with our feelings. The truth is that the reality we are able to comprehend at every point in time is what we dwell on, naturally as human beings. So a deficit of depth in the word pushes us to walk in with just our feelings. If we have not looked into the word well enough, if we have not fed our minds with the word of God well enough, we are helpless in situations of trial because the only vibe, the only expression we will be experiencing are those that our senses are communicating to us. So if we have not made the investment of devotion and concentrating ourselves in the world, we will not be able to make a withdrawal when we have not made such deposits in the place of fellowship. And that is one of the mysteries of the supernatural. See there are many things in your life that you cannot understand. But be patient, for when the hand of God is upon something, it may grind very slowly, but it will form the finest thing possible if you dare to wait until it is completed. Do not kick until you have gone through the process and when you are dead enough to yourself, you will never kick at all. It is a death we die so that we might be alive unto God. It is only by the death we die that we are able to be still before God. Jesus said, the cross, I can endure the cross, the shame, I can despise it. He withstood the bitter language spoken to him at the cross. He said to him in Matthew 27, if you are the Christ, come down and we will believe. They struck him, but he did not revile in return. He is the picture for us. Why did he do it? Because he was patient. Why? He knew that when he came to the uttermost end of the cross, he would forever save all those who would believe. You cannot tell what God has in mind for you, as you are still before God, pliable in his hands. He will be working out a greater vessel than you could ever imagine in all your life. Complete, lacking nothing. James 1 4 says, Let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing nothing to be complete means that you are not moved by anything that you are living only in the divine position of God it means that you are not moved that you are not changed by what people say there is something about divine acquaintance that is instilled it is worked within a person by the mighty God it becomes like intuition the new life of God is not just on the surface it also builds a person's character So you are equipped not only to become but to live it. It is not only an internal transformation, it is something that produces external fruits that are evident to you and also to all around you. Now there are three things in life and this is an excerpt from the book itself. There are three things in life and I noticed that many people are satisfied with just one of them. There is blessing in justification there is blessing in sanctification and there is blessing in baptism of the holy spirit justification salvation and baptism in the holy spirit salvation is a wonderful thing and we know it sanctification is a process that takes us onto a higher level with god salvation sanctification and the fullness of the spirit are processes many people are satisfied with good that is with salvation other people are satisfied with better a sanctified life purified by God. Still, other people are satisfied with the best, the fullness of God, with revelation from on high. I am not satisfied with any of the three alone. I am only satisfied with the best with improvement. That is, salvation, sanctification, and the baptism on a continuous stretch of a high momentum in fellowship with God. In closing, I would like to read from the book of James, chapter 1, 19 to 21 now this is the account of james the brother of jesus about his brother interesting story here so then my beloved brethren let every man be swift to hear slow to speak slow to wrath, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of god therefore lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with weakness the implanted word which is able to save your soul James knew Jesus in the flesh but he also had an encounter with Jesus in the spirit. He outgrew the face of familiarity with the person of Jesus Christ who was his relative and encountered the spirit and he was advising us here in scripture to receive the, with meekness the engraved word, the implanted word which is able to save you. It is the word of God that is implanted into you. It is the word of God that is engraved inside of you that is able to save you in the moment of trials and tribulations let us have a culture of studying the word of god and spending time in fellowship with him thank you very much for joining me on today's podcast have a beautiful day god bless you